from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Uh, check it out now. Uh, no doubt now. Uh, it's the Beating the Book podcast. Gil Alexander, hope you're staying well during this pandemic. Hope you're staying indoors if you're supposed to or break it out if your state allows you to. Whatever the case, I hope you're enjoying the content here on the pod. Today, real special episode in my opinion. Uh, It's not often that you get to pick the brain of an odds maker offshore, and specifically at one of the big offshores. Ray Marino from bookmaker.eu was kind enough to sit with me for an hour. There were audio difficulties early, but we got them worked out. And Ray was super honest, answered a bunch of questions about a bunch of different things, pandemic-specific and more macro about how things are going over there at Bookmaker. Just some fabulous insights that you really won't get anywhere else, uh, from table tennis to the stock market to what percentage of bettors actually win, on and on and on. A rare insight. Ray Marino from Bookmaker, exclusively on the Beating the Book podcast. Enjoy. It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. It is a numbers game right here at Visa, the Vegas Stats and Information Network, the Sports Betting Network. Good morning to you. Gil Alexander, live from San Francisco. Uh, Thanks for tuning in once again. Appreciate it. Uh, And we are efforting to uh, have an exclusive this morning. This is uh, a real pleasure. Um, A rare glimpse from behind the desk of an offshore book, uh, an offshore bookmaker uh, going to join us this morning from uh, bookmaker.eu. His name is Ray Marino. So we look forward to having him on the show. I've got a bevy of questions uh, for Ray on the way. Danny Burke is in studio uh, in Las Vegas. Danny, are you there in studio with us? Yes, sir. I am here. How you doing, Gil? 
I'm doing very well, man. Um, I have so much to ask, Ray. It's it's ridiculous. Like, I could do I could do three hours with him. <laughs> Sadly, we'll only get the balance of this hour. Um, but just about the pandemic, where they had all worried when the pandemic hit. Uh, all these reports we've heard about the sports um, or the sort of not even sports, but simulations that have uh, garnered so much handle. Are those true? To what extent are they true? Uh, all these random things they've been booking, like the stock market, which I bet on a daily basis um, over there. I, I'd love to find out the thinking behind all this. Things from during the football season, like the instant replay market, which I've talked about on this show so many times. Um, and just from then backing off, just macro questions for him, the things that never get answered, um, such as who actually wins? Like, what's your percentage of actual winning betters? And if you were truly taking truth serum and got to, got to say to someone coming into the betting game today in sports betting, is sports betting dead or are there really certain things you can beat? Um, so all of those, can't wait to talk to him, man. Yeah, absolutely. It looks like we got him on the line now, so uh, you should be good to fire away. Well, there you go. How <laughs> about that? Through the magic of technology. Uh, Ray, welcome into the show. Ray Marino, uh, odds maker over at bookmaker.eu. First of all, Ray, thank you for joining us. Um, uh, it's a real pleasure, man. I appreciate you doing this. Are you used to doing media at all? Not a ton. I've talked to a couple people, but as a whole, you know, I stay under the radar in general, but um but um, I've done it a few times. Um, You've done it a few uh, times. I've done it a few times, a couple times. <laughs> All right. I'm going to ask the folks back in the studio, are we hearing that audio okay? Or are we? Or can we make out Ray's answers? Or is it a little too echoey? Because I want people to get the, the benefit of the answer. I'll have to repeat. Well, I'll, I'll see what I can decipher. Uh, Ray, let me start with the, let's start with the present day. And then we'll work our way back to, to bigger picture items. But the present day during the global pandemic, I guess the first question would be, and, and recognizing that this is, for those who are unfamiliar and who are just tuning into this show for, you know, may, may, might not be familiar with things that are done globally, you're, you're a massive book. You're a massive operation. This is not some flimsy operation going on. But were, e were you even at all worried when the pandemic hit and when sports started to cancel? Was there even something with you and your team that was like, um, this could get ugly. Like, we've really got to get creative here. Oh, for sure. Um, no, it was terrifying. Uh, it's just, anytime you have any kind of change in general, it's a little scary. And um, this was this was just a, like I said, it's a pandemic. It was terrifying. Not knowing, it's still scary. Um, we found a way to survive for now, but... Um, We've had to get really creative, and um, now I'm terrified of of the future still. I, um, you know, if we listen to Fauci, um, we'll never have any sport ever again. So um, it's kind of scary. I, I think we'll get past it, and I think within three to four months we'll start seeing some actual sports again. But um, until it happens, I'm going to be on pins and needles a lot of it for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to sort of rely on Danny back in studio there. Danny, are you picking up on the audio there? Because I, I could barely make it out, and I don't want the answers to get lost on the audience. Yeah, I think we're going to try to reset, and we'll get that set back up. Yeah, let's up, do Gil, that. So uh, we can Ray, get Ray, Ray apologies. We'll, yeah, we'll start that again at, at some point, because uh, what he did say, by the way, just on that one, is he was they were terrified, mm -hmm. which, you know, a lot of people who uh, 
a lot of people might be surprised by that because you would think something like that, there, there's nothing that could that could bring down an operation like that. And not that uh, I, I think they were on the cusp of being brought down. Um, but the fact that they were that they were worried, like, how long can this last uh, for us? Uh, how long could this go on? And the challenge of keeping it sustained for as long as they have. We'll effort Ray again. Let us effort. Let's effort Ray Marino from uh, bookmaker.eu again. Ray, do we have you? How do you sound this time? How you doing? I'm here. Hopefully it's better. Okay. I don't know if we sound better, but we'll give it one more go. Let me just, uh, I'll, I'll ask again. You you were, you did have some some trepidation as the pandemic hit. Have you been shocked well, first of all, how does that meeting go? Do you get together and say, all right, we got to ad lib here? And have you been shocked by the success of the Madden simulations, of other things that you've done? Yeah. Um, the traders all basically got together when it started, started trying to come up with ideas. What what sells? What can, what can we possibly, what product can we possibly put out that, people will um, be interested in um, and uh, the stock market came up the Madden simulations came up early but we were a little hesitant because um, we were a little scared that people would think that uh, they weren't on the up and up that they weren't real so, so we found a third party provider to do it prime time action and um, now we've developed a relationship with them and it's it's gone well. There's still some uh, there's some people out there that are skeptical, rightly so. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just funny when, when you're dealing with video games. You know, it's it's scary. But um, I mean, I can just say that we would never do anything that wasn't completely on the up and up. And uh, and no, the the interest for it is mind blowing. Um, we're not making anything near what we would be making if it was normal sports, but. Um, we're keeping the lights on. Um, it's uh, it's been it's been a it's been a crazy experience because we're trying to come up with numbers for this stuff. So we're in back rooms running simulations on these games, trying to trying to formulate at least some some form of a reasonable number, and uh, and then put it up and then move move the number on on action uh, like like you would do any other sporting event. Um, but. Uh, I would say we were really vulnerable the first month and a half or so. If somebody was ahead of the game and had some data built on this stuff, we had some pretty bad numbers up there. Now they're getting a little tougher to beat. I'm sure we still have some openings, some holes to attack, but they're uh, they're closing quickly because we're building data as we run more games and run more simulations in the background. Yeah, it's interesting to me because even as you say that, right, even as you say we would only do things on the up and up, obviously, Ray, there's going to be people out there who are going to doubt, you know, the, the, the crowd that is always going to be anti bookmaker and they're going to doubt that, you, you know, what you're saying is honest, but you know, I, th I think it's a fascinating psychology thing for betters because there was, I, I know some folks who were betting your Sims and they were having some success early. Like you said, when there might have been an edge to be had. And then there was a day where I think there was a double header of very strange finishes. I want to say it was on a Sunday, but don't hold me to that. It might have been a Saturday. I think it was a weekend day. There's a couple of really odd time management uh, situations late in the game. And people will sort of chuckle because they're like, well, it's a simulation. But you make the point, which I think is a good one I've heard you make before, which is, listen, 
yeah, there's there's going to be some time management issues in real life football too. And I always sort of say with the NFL, we spend most of our NFL seasons complaining about coaching decisions. So in that respect, I guess um, it's not that much different than real life football, is well, it? Well, here's the thing: you know, I'm an analytics guy as a whole, and every Sunday during the regular season, I'm cursing this coach, I'm cursing that coach, but not calling a timeout here, calling a timeout too fast, punting instead of going for it, whatever the case. Well, these Madden simulations truly take it to another level. I mean, the the people who wrote this game, as much time as they spent on making graphics unbelievably super, they really dropped the ball in the logic of the game. And um, they just... and. So when they do something, and there's even glitches in the game, they had a, the other day a team kicked a field goal on second down with 18 seconds left to win the game. They were down by two. They lined up for a field goal with 18 seconds left. Nothing wrong with that. Well, the field goal gets blocked, and the kicking team recovers it. And instead of them giving the ball to the other team since they actually kicked the ball, they called it third down. The team ran a play. Then they kicked the field goal, won the game, and the chat went absolutely berserk. Yeah. But it's just a glitch in the game, and there's been a couple of them. Another, you know, there's a couple different things the game does. That's um, it's a video game, so you know we had to put in our rules that we're not responsible for any you know glitches in the game and whatnot. As long as the game plays out to its entirety, it's action. Um, but um, you know, I read that I don't get involved in the chats because I, I don't want it to occupy me. But um, I watch the chats on the site, and and there's people fighting for us, and there's people that say, "Hey, this is how does this happen? This how does this happen? How does this team beat this team?" And I mean, Ray, I want to get me, on it. Let me step in for a second because I got to get a commercial here. We'll come back. We'll continue this. I want to find out about the handle of Sims. We'll get beyond that to stock market, other things that you're booking during the pandemic. It's a numbers game right here at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. A numbers game at VEASAN exclusively brought to you by Manscaped.com. It's Gil Alexander live in San Francisco on the Sports Betting Network. Chris Andrews still to come on the show. Uh, Michael Lombardi as well. Uh, we have a rare exclusive look uh, into the mind of an odds maker, bookmaker.eu, namely uh, Ray Marino. So I want to reset because we had some audio issues there in the first segment. Ray, first of all, thanks again for, for doing this. We were talking about during the pandemic specifically right now, and I want to get into broader issues in a bit. But as far as the Sims versus esports um, versus, say, the stock market, to the extent that you're willing to share, what is sort of your daily, well, in terms of the Sims and, and Madden, what is your approximate handle on, on those games? Or if you want to just compare them to a regular sport, uh, say the NHL, what, how does that compare? And then stock market, what do you do in that every day? Well, I hope Joe doesn't get upset. Joe's the guy that runs our NHL normally, but um, we're actually writing more business than what our NHL would normally write. Um, but um, in general, as a whole, I think we are writing approximately 15% of what we would normally write. So, I mean, it's still we still have a long way to go, but like I said, we're keeping the lights on and just keeping the business functioning currently more than anything else. But it, I'm still amazed at, at the numbers um, compared to what I thought it would be. I thought we'd 
be almost wasting time, but we had to try something. The stock market writes, you know, you, you on average, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I said, you, so you said 15% overall handle what you're doing today versus on a normal time, a different year, non-pandemic, 15% Correct. overall. Correct. That's an approximation, okay. but it's in that general area for sure. Interesting. All right. Stock market. I'm sorry. I interrupted. Go ahead. No, um, the stock market has written just a ton more than I would dream it would write. It writes about the equivalent of the average of if I was right, if I was doing two live MLB baseball games on a given on a given day. It's it's it does on a given day. It does about um, twice twice as much as one baseball game. Um, what we're doing with the stock market, all we're dealing is we're dealing. What will the Dow Jones close on that day, and what will the S&P 500 close? And I mean, we know as much about the stock market as we know about flying airplanes. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, yeah. we look at the number and we watch it move, and we just move our price with the number, and so that influences our number, and then the betters influence our number. If the betters make a bet, we move it, um, and assume they might know something. But uh, we're just kind of chasing our tails with it. It's a real tedious trade because you have to be on the top of it literally the whole time. If you blink, the market could move 75, 80 points and you're taking a match now that you don't want to take if you haven't gotten your number moved. But um, but the interest has been mind-blowing. Like I, I thought we were just, um, it, take, we're just it, taking it, a shot, you know, and yeah, it's the only thing I bet consistently during the pandemic. I bet it every day. Now, Ray, you said something there. We're talking to Ray Marino from bookmaker.eu. Ray, you said that you know as much about that as you do about flying planes. Now, how much of that? Because even as I hear that, right, my my inner uh, sort of uh, <laughs> detector of, well, you know, is he being serious with that? Like, well, because I understand as trading. I don't understand yeah. the stock market. I mean, I've learned more about the stock market in the last two months than I've learned in my first 47 years. And I was just by watching things move and talking to some different people and whatnot. But um, I've never played the stock market. I've never gambled on it. All my gambling has been on poker and sports my whole life. Um, and uh, But there's so many concepts that are similar, obviously. But um, as far as my general knowledge of the stock market and what makes a stock market go, I mean, I've got general ideas, but no, I'm I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty clueless with it as a whole. Yeah, it, it's fascinating because you know, again, I was joking with uh, one of your cohorts uh, yesterday. I was like, if you had a over under on twenty four thousand six hundred in the Dow yesterday, that was, <laughs> that was quite a, a finish. Yeah, that was that. It ended up twenty four five nine seven and was way higher than that. A mere you know mere minutes before the close. So some I was of these closes, for the over. <laughs> were you rooting for the over? By the way, I so was I. I was, yeah. <laughs> I was I was rooting for the over too, and it was a it, as far as stock markets go, that was about the baddest beat, the worst beat uh, during this pandemic that there has been. Uh, we'll get into more, an exclusive look behind the scenes uh, from an offshore bookmaker that is a very rare thing to get. Uh, thrilled to have him here. I'm detecting an accent too. We'll ask Ray Marino from Bookmaker.eu about that. Broader concepts. Fascinating stuff coming up on a numbers game at Beast. Welcome back to a numbers game with Gil Alexander. 
Back on a numbers game, just like the man said, Gil Alexander, right here at Beast and the Sports Betting Network. Ray Marino, kind enough to join us again this hour from bookmaker.eu, odds maker over there. Uh, last thing about the stock market, I apologize to people for me focused on this, but this has been the thing that I have bet by far the most during the pandemic. And you and I were just talking off air. Um, I've noticed, and maybe you've gone back to this. So a half hour before the close of the market, we're talking 1230 Pacific, 330 Eastern, you take that off. And I totally understand why, because you know, you're getting close to the end. Uh, many of us, I'm sure I'll speak for myself, bet right up to that. The, the, the farther we get to the close, obviously, uh, you know, the theory being the less volatility, obviously that hasn't been, uh, as consistent as we'd like to be a couple weeks ago, as, as we were talking about, it was all over the place in, in the final, uh, half hour to an hour. Have you, have you changed your thinking on that? I noticed some days last week, it was taken off the board a little earlier than that. Are there some days that are, I guess what I'm asking where they're going a certain way for you, maybe favorably, maybe unfavorably where you're like, we should probably take this down sooner today. To be a completely open book, what happened, I know what you're referring to now, last week we actually closed the market at one. And what happened is I'm doing the stock market with another gentleman. We, we share that and we also share the Madden Sims, which start at uh, one, I guess they start at 12 o'clock uh, Pacific. Um, and I had an emergency last week. So I wasn't uh, around, so, so he had to do both. So he was shutting the market down at one o'clock for a couple of days. In general, we want to keep it up to in the neighborhood of one thirty, well, twelve thirty to twelve thirty-five Pacific. The last half hour, we kind of just we we yeah. kind of you know wipe wash our hands, but we definitely want to keep it up till at least a half an hour before uh, closing. Um, now, one thing we are doing, I don't know if you've noticed or we might forget sometimes, but our we want to. Um, drop the limits, cut the limits in half the last hour of trading just yes. because there's more information out there. And, you know, we're noticing a lot of our sharper gamblers are coming in a lot more late, late. And like I said, we really are um, unknowledgeable on this subject. We're kind of winging it. We un we understand trading concepts. We understand numbers. But um, that's about the limit. That's about as far as we go, as far as this. And it's worked out. But um we know we're vulnerable at times, so um, so we do cut the limits the last hour of trading. So generally around 11:30 to 11:45 uh, Pacific time, we'll cut the limits in half, so that if may, maybe Trump says something, if Trump says something, the market's liable to go down 400 points. You know, just in some yeah. of the indices says, oh, he might say something good, and the market might rise three or 400 points. Might say everything's open back up. You know, <laughs> and, uh, no, and the I, I totally might shoot I, up. Yeah, no, I totally appreciate the. I totally appreciate it, Ray, because as those of us are betting things like this, we are constantly wondering. Huh? I wonder why they cut the limits. There. Oh, they're cutting off at this hour. I mean, we because these are questions that any real uh, immersed better has on a daily basis, and it's rare that we get sort of an insight to some of these answers. So, just again, I want to review for people because they may not have. They may not have heard. You're operating at about 15, 15.15% of your usual earn overall. Uh, you said the stock market on a, on a daily basis does about as well as uh, two Major League Baseball games, did you say? Did I get that right? That's two Major League, but just the live trading of it, not the just the live trading of it. The live trading of a baseball game, right? Okay. So it's about the and equivalent then, of two live baseball games. That makes sense. And then as far as Madden and Sims, like 
do they do as well as an NHL regular season game, for instance? Yes, yes. But I, I, that's partly because of the, the NFL has been by far our biggest volume um, sims. You know, we do NBA sims, we do NHL sims, we do NBA sims, and the NFL um, has written more volume than all the other ones combined. Um, believe it or not, the second most popular sim we have, we only run it once a week on Sunday nights currently, is UFC sims. We're running a tournament, you know, like the old school UFC used to have the eight men standing and one and one ends up the winner. We're running something like that every week with a different uh, weight class, and we throw a couple women's fights in the middle of the round of the of those fights, and um, that the interest there has been insane. I'm writing three yeah. times as much in, in that as I'm writing on the stock market, and so that's been a lot of work because we have to run sim after sim on these fighters to make sure we're putting up a reasonable number because they really don't fight like the real game. There's different advantages and disadvantages that there's, there's just things that the computer. Does well. It seems the grapplers are stronger, in other words. So we're we're just running sims to make sure we're putting up competitive fights, fights where both guys have a chance to win. Because one week we did put up three or four fights where it turned out one guy just didn't have a chance to win, and we didn't know it, and we got beat up pretty good there, and went back to the drawing board, did some more homework, and now we're putting in tons of hours before we put these numbers up to make sure we're putting up matchups that are fairly competitive and priced at least reasonably well. You know, if people want to do some real work once we put the matchups up, they can probably still gain an edge, but, um, but, uh, yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> it's it's, it's fascinating. I mean, yeah, it's a whole new world. And I'm, I'm sure you've been amazed by, by the level of, of interest, or maybe you haven't been, I don't know, by the, the, the level of, of people's, you know, of people's willingness to bet whatever, um, table tennis has obviously gotten a lot of press is has that been just off the charts for you as well? I'm glad you talked about table tennis. Um, table tennis kept us alive. I, I mean, table tennis is still to this day our number one earner. I'm hoping Madden jumps it soon, but as of right now, table tennis is number one. However, I am terrified. When I say terrified, I mean terrified of the future of table tennis. This is a sport where it's a one-on-one -on -one competition where these guys do not make a lot of money. And now the I know where you're going. markets are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And the incentive for these guys to play with these matches are off the uh, beyond big now. And we are seeing it already. We're definitely seeing fixed matches. And so we're trying to, when we see it, we just take it off the board. Or if we suspect it, we're taking it off the board. But that's going to become a bigger and bigger problem going forward in table tennis because the the gambling markets have grown so much. They've literally grown a hundred percent. You know, I mean, two, I mean, I say a hundred times what they were um, before this pandemic because it's the only live, actual sporting event going on, and it's a twenty-minute, it's a twenty-minute game. It's a quick fix for the gamblers, so they're jumping on it. But there's definitely fixing going on. There's definitely a couple of guys that know about the fixing going on. So we're, um, it's tough. That is that I, I, I hope people got that point. That is such a major point that the incentive, because we always think about it for American sports. We're like, oh, those guys are millionaires anyway. There's no incentive. But something like table tennis, part of Ray's job has become, sadly for him, trying to figure out who could be fixing matches, which of these players might be fixing, who might not be, specifically who is, and then how many betters are aware of this kind of thing, because the incentive is there. 
uh, the bigger these particular sports like table tennis get. Uh, one more segment with Ray. want to ask about macro issues and the notion of an instant replay market. I love that. Coming back on a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Uh, it is so rare to get this opportunity to get the perspective of um, an odds maker at a big uh, book, a legit one of the global leaders, uh, if not one of two. It's, I mean, it's a very short list of books here in this hemisphere where you can count on getting paid out. Uh, bookmaker.eu, uh, second to none. And Ray Marino is kind enough to join us here uh, for the balance of this hour. Ray, we talked about table tennis. In some respects, I really buried the headline, right? Because that has uh, ruled the day, has saved you, to use your word here during this pandemic. And, and a, such a great point about now having to detect who's fixing and who's not. What is your daily table tennis handle comp to a, to a regular, quote-unquote, regular sport booked in a normal uh, time? I would say table tennis is writing, I would say, slightly more than a Major League Baseball day. Um, which a, is a day good. of table <laughs> tennis or what a day a of table, table tennis? A table tennis table tennis is writing more than a day of major league baseball. Now keep in mind we're talking wow. hundreds of table tennis matches as opposed to fifteen baseball games. But I think that's right. a good comparison. I think that's, that's still incredible. That's still incredible. Yeah. A day of they're table similar. tennis, despite the fact there's a hundred matches, better than a day of major league baseball. Hey, keep um, in mind it's the only sport going. It's literally the yeah. only live sport going now. You've got a, a German league just opened up soccer and whatnot, but um, and you got UFC fights on Wednesday and Saturdays now, which the handle on the UFC, the real UFC, has gone up like four to five times what the norm, what the UFC would have normally been, you know, in a yeah. in a non-pandemic state. That makes sense. What, by the way, where's your accent from? Is that New Orleans? Where is that? That is New Orleans. <laughs> that is New Orleans. Good call. Yeah. Love the accent. Um, okay. Has there been a sport, a sim, an event, something that you've considered booking, Ray, where even your trade, your, your deep trading skills, despite that, where you were like, yeah, this we can't book. Like this, even this is too much. Well, I'm a live trader as a whole. I, you know, I, I do a little bit of the pregame stuff, but my job is running the American live sports in general when things are, are normal. Um, I really wanted to run live baseball in these sims, but the way the game works, it, the, the play's too fast, and without having a model, you can't, like, we could put up numbers between innings, the problem with that is, in order to do that, we'd have to pause the game every half of inning, and that would that would annoy a ton of the customers. So, um, as much as I want to deal at live, because it's such a good live trade in the real market, and it's an easy trade between innings, but it's not an easy trade uh, three one count men on first and third one out, and then and then it goes, and then a double play, and then there's a double play, now you gotta hurry up in the jar, wait, I was here, now where do I go, and by the time you figure out what the number is, they're throwing the first pitch for the next inning if we don't pause the game. And we really can't pause the game every half of an inning because it uh, it would um, just annoy too many customers, it would make too many customers skeptical, oh, what are they doing now, they're pausing the game, they must be playing with something, you know? So there's so much skepticism out there now that you're doing everything in your power to make sure people realize this is 
more on the up and up than any sport event you'll ever bet on because it's 100%, not the 99.9% most sport events are. But, um, yeah, so talk, I mean, I talk really to, uh, Talking to Ray Marino from bookmaker.eu, oddsmaker over there who runs all the live betting. Let, let, me, uh, let me ask you about instant replays during the NFL. This is my single favorite thing that you do, Ray. <laughs> I hear you laughing. What, I how much? Throws that number up every time. Um, <laughs> I came you up are the, the guy concept. or you're not the guy? Is, I am the guy. I am the guy. Oh, um, wow. I came up with this concept about four years ago to give it a try, maybe four, maybe five years ago. I forget. And um, it was more for publicity to see how it went. And um, you should see the ticker fly when I throw this number up. Everybody knows the answer. I and um, I am lifetime loser dealing this prop. Very small, but I am lifetime loser still dealing it. Um, you know, people definitely have advantages over me. Um, they uh, they can TiVo. They've got 80 inch screens. That that you know, and I've got a. I'm, I've got one guy that helps me, looks at things. He's looking at the replay over and over again, too. If he sees anything different, he lets me know, and I switch the numbers up. But um, it's just the fastest, funnest trade I've ever been a part of. Yes, it is. You just have to, you, you know, and sometimes you might know it should go this way, but, you know, these referees think like this in this instance. And so you, you, it's all a guessing game. And, you know, I, I like the ones where it's incomplete or complete was was it a catch or not those are the ones i think have the most variance have the most play out of bounds or not you can normally see that by fact okay that was out that was in and it's tough to put the true facts out but the um was it a catch or not when they take a step and a half two steps was it a catch and fumble was it an incompletion those to me are the best ones that get the most two-way action and um you know, as opposed to the facts, when something's almost 100%, I might not put it up. But um, yeah. but anything that's got a chance to go either way, I want I want to get up and I literally write 100, 150 bets on that sometimes. And oh, it's the one yeah. market where the sharp, our, what we consider our sharp players, they literally do not have an advantage over the other players. Um, that's right. It's amazing, but I wish because you know we have computerized things that move numbers automatically based on who's betting something, and then we as traders have the power to move it back or move it farther or whatever. Well, I'm trying to get something built right now for the challenge prop so that every bet has the same weight. I want everybody to have the same weight, same input, and I don't care about my professional gamblers with this prop because they're just banging like everybody else, and their opinion is no better than anybody else's on the challenge prop. So I'm working on that for this year. I think I can actually win on the prop if I weight everybody's bet the same as opposed to weighting sharp guys' bets heavier than, than your average recreational gambler. Please don't ever stop putting that one up because it is for those who, who miss what we're talking about. It's it's when there is an instant replay situation during NFL games and specifically the primetime games. I don't believe you do it for every one of them, just but the uh, it's uh, yeah, just the primetime games. It's a uh, an unbelievable test of speed and uh, willingness. How can I put this? to uh, put up uh, multiple bets on the NFL's rule, <laughs> rule system, which is hardly a reliable thing. But in some cases, uh, you know, if you can get there quick enough, is a winning bet. And as, uh, as Ray just said for him, lifetime loser, not, not significantly so, but lifetime loser. Uh, Ray, we only have a few minutes here left. And you, you got to come back another time because there's so many things I want to ask you. But just real quickly here at the end, because I want to drive this home. 
if you are talking to a, I won't call him a casual better, but someone who is a casual better who is thinking about doing this a little more seriously, and you're, let's say it's just me and you talking here, Ray, and nobody else is listening because I obviously you have interest in getting people to bet. But like, what's your total percentage of winning betters? Would you say at your shop? I would say somewhere between one to two percent are true winners. Wow. Um, there's probably another five to ten percent that are really close. You know, that are on the borderline. You know, those are guys that are doing a lot of things correct, using logic, um, and uh, but maybe missing a thing here or there. And then I would say 85% are almost losing the big, you know, almost the full big. And then there's a few that probably lose more than the big because they, um, you know, when I think what happens a line when a line looks crazy, when a, a perceived good team is uh, is say less a favorite than the market thinks they should be. You know, it's because it's because smart gamblers have moved it to that to that number. Yes. And there's a reason it, it's you know everybody's got this notion and you know not that you know the oh Vegas knows this, Vegas knows that, which would be the same thing as saying, you know, bookmaker knows this or this we don't know. We we put up an opener. Vegas puts up an opener. It's the market, you know, the betting market molds the number. And that's one of the concepts that um, that I think gets left behind. And most, you know, they always think, oh, they set in a trap here. Like, I love that word. They set in a trap. You know, that's a trap line. It's not a trap line. The line got moved there because smart people think that's where the line should be. <laughs> you know, and uh, so, and then so people are betting against that. So what they're, in general, what they're doing, they're betting against the sharp side of a game indirectly. So they're even giving up more than the big in that spot, I think. Um, but um, yeah, no. If if I was talking to somebody about gambling seriously, I think the two biggest things I'd get across to them is make sure you truly have a passion for this, because it's um, it's not a crystal ball. You're not going to look at the newspaper and say, "Oh, here's the winners." You have to have a true passion for this, and you have to be willing to work more hours than a normal job to be successful. And you have, to, and not only that, the work has to be logical, and it has to. You know, it has to be um, it has to be good work. Which, if you don't understand what that is, then you know this is going to be a tough racket to make it in as far as making a living. You should be thinking about gambling more in general as as entertainment and something that you enjoy doing, but a shot to win. But um, if you really want to do it professionally, you better have some real dedication and some real logic skills and some mathematical skills. That's the only shot you literally have, especially in today's market. You said there were two things. Did you get both things in there? I'm sorry? I thought you said there were two things you would recommend. I, I, maybe you got both things in there. Passion and math skills, I believe, were the two things, perhaps. Yeah, you have to have a passion, right? You have to have a passion. Yeah. You have to have a work ethic. Uh, you have to have a passion. You have to, you have to work hard. You have to work hard. This isn't an easy... Everybody thinks, oh, it's great. You're a professional gambler. That must be the greatest. And it is yeah. from the aspect of you're doing what you want to do. But don't mistake that with it's not some of the toughest work and longest hours you'll ever um, you'll ever deal with if you want to truly be successful at it. Yeah. Ray, I, I can't thank you enough. I hope this was uh, not so painful, and I hope that uh, enjoy that it was enjoyable enough that you'll come back some other time in the future. I really no, enjoyed it. Will, and hopefully I um, get a better mic set up next time. I mean, I'm working from we're, home, and this was a, a last-minute thing, and um, I'll make sure that we're set up, and it'll be a little cleaner audio next time, hopefully. 
Really appreciate it. Ray Marino from bookmaker.eu. Pleasure. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.